Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode five of P-Dub in 20, where myself and my lovely co-host, Maya, take you through everything and, you know, everything in between across the PWHL world over the last week. And wow, it was quite the week. It was a lot. There were a lot of games, considering... Yeah, in a short amount of time. Yeah. 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 And like records were broken um you know goalies continued to goalie and teams (laughs) struggled to score so um we started off first uh game of the week we had Toronto versus Boston which was um Sophie Jake's first game with Bob nope wait Toronto versus Boston that's okay that's okay that's okay um no, you're good. You're good. Uh, Toronto versus Boston, which would have been, uh, I don't think Abby Cook played, but I believe uh, Tapani played. I don't think she recorded a point, but she looked pretty good. She, was, she looked uh, like she was kind of like finding her game a little bit in a different system. Um, but ultimately, Toronto came out on top in this one. I thought Toronto played fantastic in this game. Um, they won 5-3. to three. Uh, Natalie Spooner, you know did Natalie Spooner thing. She became the first player in the league to hit double digits and goals um, as she recorded another hat trick and Sarah Nurse got on the board as well. Yeah, the national team players who played while everyone else was off, they're looking good. It was the Natalie Spooner show for sure. (laughs) 100%. Um, and then that night as well, uh, we had Ottawa versus Minnesota in Minnesota, where Sophie Jakes had her first point. Um, this was another low-scoring game for Ottawa, um, a two-to-one win for Minnesota, and just man, that Ottawa team is looking—it's so interesting to me because they have so much talent and so much like high-power like scoring, and like nothing seems to be going. But again, Sophie Jakes. With her first point, um, I think I mentioned in the previous pod, it would be fun to see her with Lee Steckline, and that is their number one uh, pairing right now. And they look great. Yeah, they look really solid. And it's just really unfortunate for Ottawa. I feel like they either like dig themselves into a hole that they can't get out of, or they can't build enough of a lead to defend against it. And yeah, like I wrote in the notes, another day, another one goal loss. Like, it just... yeah. Uh, they could be so good. <laughs> I know it's it's very weird, and it's 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 brutal for Mash too because Mash Meyer is playing just outstanding. I think she's playing some of the best hockey I've seen her play in a few years, and it's just the team in front of her can't get much put together. Um, obviously, there's still some good things throughout, but totally. yeah, tough tough go um, for that team. Um, and then a couple days after that, we had the battle on Bay street, which wow, what a success. Um, I think if you're anyone at the league or anyone in women's hockey in general, you are coming out of that game feeling so good about, um, not only the league, but like, I think the market in Toronto, which we all knew was big. Um, obviously it's such a big hockey market in any, capacity um but a sold out crowd of over 19,000 I think the final number was like 19,200 and something um which is just outstanding like that is like overflow like it's technically if you like search it I'm pretty sure like they're a little bit over what Scotiabank can seat for a hockey game and wow the energy there um was insane it was a 0-0 game um up until I believe the third period um, where 
we had a first pro goal for Jesse Comfer, which was really fun to see. Yeah, and I I think like I mean we don't we don't like to talk about the NHL on here, but like considering that the Leafs have only had one sellout crowd of that record this year for all the times yeah. they played there, and we filled the rink on the first time, it was it looked so it was amazing. Cool. I was having major FOMO. I know, sure. me too. And then the Toronto team delivered for the home crowd, like a solid three nothing win. Campbell with the shutout, Victoria Bach got the empty net goal, so she also got her first, and it's just, they just did everything right. Yeah, the vibes were great. Um, Something I really noticed, too, if when comparing it to a Leafs game, like, I don't know, you see at Leafs games a lot, they call them the, the people in the suits, like the suits yeah. sections <laughs> and stuff. That lower bowl is just all corporate, and it's like it's quiet and it's just there's not a lot going on because the real true like diehard fans can't afford to sit in those seats at Leafs games because they're owned by millionaires that sell them or give them to their clients whatever whatever um but it was really cool to see that rink filled head to toe Mm -hmm. with just loud unreal hockey fans and I had a a few people I knew quite a few people actually at the game but one of my best friends was there and I texted her afterwards and I was like hey dude like I just want to know like how was the game and she sat up pretty high she was kind of like I guess you could consider her closer to the nosebleeds but um she said she hadn't heard a rink that loud before yeah it it looked amazing and I just it's just like the not that there was really proof needed, but it was the proof. I feel like yeah. that this is working, and it's just so great. Hundred percent, and of course, breaking the not just the because the records that were previously broken this past season were mo- like biggest crowd for a professional league game. Like this broke everything. This broke like the largest crowd for Olympics, largest crowd crowd for Worlds. I think the previous record was actually a Worlds game in Ottawa between Canada and Finland. It shattered that. It was there was just like it's such a cool thing to see. And again, there what we're what ten games into the season and we've seen so many record breaking things. And I just gotta say for the team that Toronto played and beat Montreal, um, Bell Center. Hello. Yeah. Let's it do seats it. it seats more than it seats more than Scotiabank. So if you wanna wanna break a record, here you go. <laughs> that would be insane. Absolutely. I think it's really cool too. Um when looking at the at least the professional records, like the professional league records, Montreal's been a part of like every single one of them this mm-hmm. season. <laughs> Which yeah. I think also shows one, people wanna watch marie Philippe Poulain, but also that like i don't know it's just it's quite funny that it it centers back to montreal which it is uh, and they and... Could... oh go ahead <laughs> no you go you go you go <laughs> and they could totally set the record at the bell center like mm-hmm. it'll just be great yeah yeah um something i really admire too with montreal is they're playing at the ahl rink place bell where um the rocket play and mm-hmm. um they're selling out there. Like I think over the weekend we'll talk about their their game from yesterday in a second here, but they had like over ten thousand people there. So like obviously people in Montreal are ready to break a record themselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up here we had uh, the second of a home at home for Ottawa and Minnesota. This one was in Ottawa rematch from earlier this week. Um, this was another two one game, right? Yep. Pretty much the Br- same. Brutal. <laughs> 
Brutal. Uh, Grace Zumwinkle uh, scored a goal. I couldn't believe on her goal, so she was left wide open in the slot, which mm-hmm. you should never do that with anyone, but especially a player of Grace Zumwinkle's talent. Um, but then she... Mash made a great save. The rebound came out. No one was there from Ottawa to collect the rebound. Minnesota picks up the rebound and then finds who else but Grayson Winkle again alone in front in the slot. Just not, not great. Oh, it's not so great. frustrating. I, I I really feel for Mashmire. I'm gonna talk about her a little bit later, but like it's so it's so aggravating to watch because they're so close to. Yeah getting there but they're just they just can't put it home ottawa was one of my teams uh during my our my prediction podcast with jeremy who i said they were actually my pick to win the cup like the win the whatever the cup is going to be called Mm -hmm. um because i think they're going to be the type of team which we've already seen who's going to really struggle at the start they're gonna they got players from all across the world all across different leagues and stuff and i think it's going to take some time for them to find their game but once they do watch out and i think at least these last handful of games, like we've really seen their struggles, but I think um, they got a great coach and um, some mm-hmm. great players. So if they're able to, you know, find it, watch out. If anyone can turn it around, I definitely believe it's them. Also, shout out to Minnesota is playing without Taylor Heisey right now because she unfortunately yeah. got hurt in the rivalry series and they really haven't lost a step without her. And it's really great to see like, all the other players like, filling in for the gap where like, she's a huge loss obviously, but they are still playing great hockey. hundred percent. It's hard to lose your number one center and your young cornerstone player. But um, I also just think that shows the system that Minnesota is playing and also the talent and the um, experience that Minnesota has. And also a quick shout out to Kendall Coyne Schoolfield. She has mm-hmm. taken a beating this week. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my gosh, she took a, she took a hard hit. I would say it was, I wouldn't put the blame on, I forget who hit her. It was from behind, but Kendall kind of turned mm. weird and, and, and saw the hit coming and still turned. Um, obviously not great to watch no matter what she was helped off the ice. And then, um, we ended up seeing her return, which was great because mm-hmm. it looks scary. And then also in that second game, she also continued to take a beating. I don't know how she's still walking. Um, no. One of the smaller players in the league, but also one of the toughest players in the league. Um, and just wanted to give her a quick shout out there. Yeah, she just bounces right back up. It's, it's <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know how she, I don't know how she does it. Um, next up, we had New York and Boston, and New York took this one 2-1 in overtime. Alex Carpenter got her second overtime winner. Uh, man, I, I don't want to be playing against her. No. No, she um, is just unreal. <laughs> and I, I'll say something about Carpenter on the tying goal, I think it would have been, because New York was up one nothing, and then Boston scored in the last minute. On the tying goal, um, I think Carpenter would have liked that one back. Um, I think she lost her assignment a little bit, and um, at the end, tail end of a shift and whatnot, and lost her player a little bit, um, and just came right back and did what she does best, which is scoring goals and... Um, winning games for her team and she's just outstanding what a great unreal player and new york is lucky to have her 
Absolutely. And they're also lucky to have Corrine Schroeder, who also came up big, as she always does. Yeah, and also shout out to Ella Shelton, who I'm pretty mm. sure has the save of the year. Um, this would have been to tie it. Obviously, Boston ended up tying it a couple minutes later, but I think this would have been a huge, you know, kind of gut punch. Uh, Hannah Brent uh, turned around a defender. I don't remember who it was. I don't think it was Ella Shelton, but it was one of the New York defenders. Um, kind of like had a gorgeous move around the defender, got in tight, and then um, Puck was pretty much on the goal line as Ella Shelton did the unthinkable truly and pulled it off the goal line and like dumped it out. And it was, it was crazy to watch that replay. And um, yeah, it was one of those goals where you were watching and you're like almost waiting for the the horn to go because they were going to yeah. realize it went in. <laughs> um, but no, Ella Shelton, who has been, in my opinion, um, the MVP of the season for any team, she's been outstanding. Yeah. And it takes so much skill to, like, realize that the puck is there and also put it the right way away from the goal line. Like, it would have been easy to accidentally knock that in, and she just got it out of there. I would have been, if I was the goalie, I would have been very, very thankful. (laughs) Buying her a steak dinner. Absolutely. Um, And then the last game of the week, which was yesterday. um, Actually, both those games were yesterday, technically. Mm -hmm. uh, Or no. No, no, I think just yeah. No, I got I got it wrong. Um, we had uh, Minnesota versus Montreal. Um, what a game! This one was a weird one. Um, so it was uh, Elian Chuli got the start, and she continues to remain undefeated. She is the only yeah. goalie in the league who has not lost a game. Um, which um, the the league posted a a stat about that before the game for like a remax like sponsor post and in my head i was like oh you just no, jinxed her you jinxed her you jinxed yeah. her with the sponsor sponsor post like oh that's tough but no she she came out uh, i think she made like 23 saves or something like that 21 saves around there not a lot of saves but if you watch the game or watch the highlights they were they were big saves like they weren't just like your typical kind of saves um and then um, Sarah uh, Lafort, Lafort, uh, yeah. I want to say her name. I think you're right. She scored Lafort. her first. I got yeah. She scored her first uh, PWHL goal um, off of a gorgeous feed from Katie Tabin, who I'm a huge fan of, and I thought Katie played one of the best games she played all season. Um, really fun to see that Minnesota defense, or not Minnesota, Montreal defense, mm-hmm. come together. Um, and then. Um, I forget if that was the first goal or the second goal, but the game winner, there was some confusion on the ice. Um, so it looked like Minnesota thought like the play had stopped kind of thing. And apparently afterwards, when asked about it, some of the Minnesota players had heard some drums in the crowd and had thought the whistle went. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it. I, I didn't see it, so I don't really know. But like, uh I don't know. It's that, tough. That's not it's what a whistle tough. sounds like. No, exactly. <laughs> you gotta play play till the actual whistle, you know? Yeah. Um, Honestly, but... I yeah, feel it's like tough. I feel like Minnesota, like, we've talked about them a lot because they played three games this past week, and I feel like you have to be tired after that. And mistakes just happen when you've been traveling and playing back to back and yeah, they're the only team to put back-to-back on the road, and that doesn't help either. So I feel like yeah. it was bound to happen. Absolutely. Um, and then Montreal ultimately comes up with the win. Uh, 
sitting first in the league. Um, yeah. So those were the games played today as we're recording this um, in about less than two hours. We have um, another game coming up and it's another busy week. It is. And yeah, actually it looks like Minnesota is still in first. Oh, are they? The standings in the thing. Um, That's okay. Yeah. It looks like they have 21 points to Montreal's 20. Okay. Um, okay. So one more big, one more full win to Montreal's overtime win would have done that. But gotcha, they're close. Gotcha. Yeah. And Absolutely. Ottawa's still holding on to the bottom. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Ottawa, just some other news going around the league. Um, so there's a report coming out that um, Michaela Grant-Mentis of PWHL Ottawa has been, I think the proper term to say here is been cut. Um, it hasn't been officially announced. So uh, just want to emphasize that this is coming from uh, like insider reporting and whatnot. Um, we're, we don't really have any clarification, um, I believe, Bucky has played in five games, I want to say, off the top of my head. Four or five games. She has three points. I thought she's been playing great, um, but she's been scratched the last few games. um, And it hasn't been officially announced by the league or the team, um, but that's where that is. And then to um, go along with that news, um, PWHL Ottawa has signed Rosalie uh, Demers, uh, former Colgate player, played in the PWHPA last year with Team Harvey's, um, kind of as like a replacement slash another forward on their roster. Yeah, and then uh, Dubois got her contract after everything. She's been playing as a reserve player, and she has been honestly one of their strongest players. So it's really great to see that she's officially fully signed, no longer reserved for PWHL Montreal. Absolutely. And that comes from the unfortunate injury of uh, Dominika Laskova. Uh, they didn't really give much details, but she's been placed on the long-term IR. That's a tough loss, but also yeah. Dubois has been playing outstanding for them in the reserve player role. Um, much deserved contract for her. Um, she like if you if you want to if you want to know what an absolute dog of a player is she's a dog she's she gets in there she she could score she can I think it was in her first game as a reserve player she scored <laughs> so, yeah I um yeah so she's unreal uh good to see her um get a contract there definitely that's what you got to do if you're if you're a reserve player it's good to see that there is that potential to get the full contract out of it even though it's an unfortunate injury for sure. 100%. Um, and then some players that stood out. Do you want to talk about talk about a goalie in Ottawa? Yeah, so I just want to I, I want to give Emirates Mashmeyer some kudos because she is the only goaltender who has played in every single game that her team has had in the season. That's crazy. Um, Sandy started one of the games but got hurt unfortunately and then even when she was out, Mash has been playing every single game and she's been playing the rivalry series like she is working so hard and I just uh, it is so frustrating when you play as hard as you possibly can and you can't get the win because people aren't scoring goals goalies cannot do every single thing and so I just think she needs some love because I don't think I've seen enough people talking about the fact that she is like the workhorse goaltender in the league right now 
100% could not agree more. Um, yeah, it's it, uh, just a treat to watch. And I think Ottawa's struggles probably won't last too long. I think we're going to hopefully see a bit of a bounce back there for the team in front of her. Um, it, excuse me. Speaking of goaltenders, um, Kristen Campbell with yet another shout-out. She now leads the league in shout-outs, I believe. Um, I think it's her second of the season. Um, she's looked great. I think... Um, Toronto's on a bit of a bit of a hot streak right now. They're on a bit of a bit of a heater. Um, and I think that's a huge reason for her. I think um, they she's been she looks confident. She looks calm. Um, it's been fun to see. Absolutely. And why not shout out another goalie? Um, Elaine truly, we've talked about it. She's still the only undefeated goalie left. It's so great to see her like getting the recognition that she deserves and playing great like she's played against Minnesota a bunch and we know that they can score goals so the fact that she still is undefeated she's she's doing it all yeah I think it's been really nice to see you know we have um now that we have you know the hashtag one league um it's been nice to see people appreciate Elaine Elaine truly for who she is as a goaltender um and also just an incredible person as well but um I feel like she's been underrated for way too long. Um, even when she was in the CWHL, she never really got her flowers, even as a backup. Like she never really got as much hype as she should have. And in the PHF, obviously a Isabel Cup champion and just outstanding across the board for the T6 um, and has continued that with Montreal with uh, like the best duo of goaltenders in the league by far. Totally. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. And of course, Absolutely. who else to finish off the players that sit out but Natalie Spooner, like period. She is her. She is, she is That's all you gotta say. Um, so busy week in the PWHL. Today we have an Ottawa versus Boston game, and then do they play both games in Boston? I, I believe okay. so, yeah. It's just like camping out. Oh, in the you know, I think yeah. it's I think it's because of that one game that got rescheduled I think yeah that's why. I assume that's why but yeah Monday yeah, I think and that's Wednesday back to back ish ish and then we got Montreal oh. versus New York um and then New York versus Toronto um and then Ottawa versus Montreal which are always fun and then yeah. a Boston versus Minnesota to end the week yeah a lot a lot going on we're back to having games during the week which is Nice. So nice. I definitely missed it during the Cowboys series. Yeah. I was like, where's my no, hockey? It literally, exactly. Uh, it'll be nice to have a full week of PWHL uh, hockey. And with everything so close, things could look completely different when we record. I know. Again. That's so crazy. <laughs> this league is insane. I actually like can't so handle exciting. it. It's so much fun. Um, but that's everything I got. Do you have anything before we head out here? I think that's it. Have a great week. Awesome. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, and as always, if you have the means to do so, please consider becoming a paid Ice Garden um, uh, subscriber. You get access to exclusive web content and emails and everything in between. Um, we appreciate you all so much for all the love and all the lessons. Um, and thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week.